0: Welcome back to the faceoff spot. This is your host Adam Larson. I'd like to thank you guys for tuning into another episode. I always really appreciate it when you guys tune in. I also really appreciate our sponsor at Howie's Hockey Tape Company. If you'd like 10% off of your Howie's Hockey Tape purchase, please enter faceoff10, that's faceoff, and then the number 10 into the coupon code area uh, to get your 10% off. And I'm going to go ahead and do uh, a little bit of self promotion here. We are currently recording. From the spot at Big D in Mansfield, that's 226 North Walnut Creek, uh, we have a lounge, a bar, a restaurant. Come on in, get a cold drink, some hot food, and uh, yeah, we fixed uh, the AC, so everything's nice and cool. Uh, come on in and uh, escape the heat here. Uh, all right, well, I know it's been a couple weeks since I've recorded an episode been very busy trying to get back on top of it here and uh my next guest is somebody that and i haven't really talked to him about this there's actually been two recent guests that have said you know what you need to have this guy on he has his own podcast and on top of that he's funny and he also knows about ice rinks which uh falls in line with everything that we have here on the show Um, but uh, my next guest here he is the operations manager for the uh, frisco star center which is the practice uh, center practice facility for the Dallas Stars. Uh, And like I said, he's a a co-host of uh, Court Cousins, which is a podcast based around the Orlando Magic. Uh, Jason Pichet, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, Thanks for driving down to Mansfield. I know it's a little bit of a drive, uh, but I really appreciate you coming down.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I got used to this drive this week because we came down to help
0: put your ice in. So <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll make this drive again. I was about to say you've made <laughs> it three times probably within the last uh, five days or so. So uh, I, I go up to Frisco. Sometimes we have the uh, operations managers meetings up there or I have to coach. Um, but yes, it, it it is quite a haul. Uh, so when I reached out to you, because I did want to start recording more of these, you know, down here, I figure I have my own spot. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. I have my own spot. And it would be nice to kind of bring some people in here. Uh, and record from here so you were totally on board with it and uh, I just really really appreciate it and I know I didn't talk to you about this before the show but both Casey and Sabrina who have been on within the last five episodes they both Without talking to each other, I believe <laughs> said that I should have you on. Um, they both actually knew that you were going to uh, be the operations manager uh, down in Frisco, um, which is cool. But anyway, it was just it was interesting for two different people uh, to both say, "Hey, you should have this guy on." So I reached out. Didn't hear back for a little (laughs) while, but we figured we figured out why that was, uh, and then we got through it, so we're good. Yeah, I'm not an avid Facebook
1: user. (laughs) Uh, My Instagram posts go there, so people think I check it all the time, but I don't. I didn't see it, but yeah, Casey had mentioned to me to try to touch base with you. So when I knew we were putting your ice rink in, I was gonna at least talk to you about it. Yeah, if if you didn't ask. Well, yeah, no, we connected those dots. We can't just be two guys from Vermont. Dallas working for the stars in yeah. a roundabout way and not connect somehow. And not
0: connect, and not connect at some point. But it was it was one of those things, too, though, and this might sound a little whatever, but sometimes when you reach out to people and they don't get back to you, it's like, oh, do they not want to do it? Do they do they not like me? Do they? I've never met this person, but now, you know, so when I saw you in person, I was like, this is going to go one of two ways. He either did see the message and definitely doesn't want to talk to me or come on, or he's just a normal human being and doesn't check his messenger right. all the time. But we kind of uh, we kind of introduced ourselves and talked for a little bit, and I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna go ahead and ask him. It yeah. uh, turns out you just you don't check messenger, and that's right, uh, right. that's that that's completely fine. And uh, I feel like it's a, a normal way. But I'm I'm glad we got to we got to kind of we got to do this in more of a genuine natural way. Uh, instead of maybe through social media, so maybe that is meant to be, and that that's important. Yeah, it's old school. Yeah, no, it is. It is old school. Well, <laughs> and the other thing too is, I actually got to hang out with you for a bit, and I was like, oh, okay, like I actually like this guy. Like this is. Uh, you know, the, the, Yeah, I mean, if I,
1: two people recommended me, I probably wouldn't turn it down. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Well <laughs> yeah, and, and
0: yeah, the thing is too, it's like, well, they really think this guy'll be good. I guess I'll I'll give it a shot. But in all honesty, uh shout out to uh Sabrina Slater and Casey Murdo. Uh they have been recent guests. Uh they're very well known within the uh rink industry, I would say that. Um both good people. Uh check out their episodes. See how I'm doing the self promotion again? uh check out their previous episodes and i'll use your episode to do this but uh you have to start the show off the same way that everybody starts to show off okay you have to tell people how you got not necessarily involved in the rink industry but how you got interested in hockey in the first place
1: well the interest in hockey is uh really from living so close to canada my family's all originally from quebec so um you know we got hockey night in canada on we had cbc as part of our cable package like we got the canadian television so saturday nights was hockey night canada and the montreal canadians my family's you know all canadians fans so yeah it just that was just part of life and and my dad took me up to the stanley cup final in 93 mm-hmm. the only game they lost in that series but still got to go to the cup final which was awesome i think i was a freshman yeah. maybe in high school at the time so that was the best uh, yeah, that's pretty much how I got connected to hockey. And then UVM hockey was always really big mm-hmm. uh, right there in that area. There's not a lot of teams of any value. Right. You know, there's no professional sports really there. So that, yeah. that's kind of the big game in town. And uh, my the girl I dated in high school, her father worked at Gutterson Fieldhouse, mm-hmm. where the University of Vermont plays. So we used to go to games there a lot. And my Some of my family had seasons tickets. So when an opening came up to work there, Anywhere in the athletic department, I was like, I'm, I'm yeah. doing it. Yeah, it just kind of all stemmed
0: from Well, that. I, do, I do have to make this like connection here, because I'm not going to say that uh, it, it would be disingenuous of me to say that I was a, a Canadians fan. I will say that Patrick Waugh was my favorite player. I've talked about this a bunch on the pod. Hmm. Uh, Patrick Waugh was my favorite player. He's the one that got me to want to play goalie, and he is the only reason why the Colorado Avalanche are actually my favorite hockey team. Okay. Because, because he, w- he was just my guy. He happened to play for the Canadians, but... I was more of a Patrick Wah fan than I was than I was the Canadians. But since you were a fan of their theirs at that point, how do you feel about uh, the way that he left? Because it's kind of a it's kind of a dramatic story about him being left in net and essentially saying I'm not going to play for you guys. And since he left, the things have not.
1: Yeah, it's, no, it's, great. it's very true. Uh, I'm glad this is a safe space because actually I, I also am a, an Avs supporter. Okay. Based this, is on a that, safe, this is a safe place. Based on that move. Yes. I've kept it quiet since I've been down here because oh, I, I know that the Avs the are a little scene. bit of a rival of the Stars. and yeah. I think that the Stars are now probably my number two mm-hmm. maybe in there, but yeah. um, I definitely have a huge Patrick Wah hockey card collection and, yes. and <laughs> all the little figures of him with the Avs. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just, just was a fan of him. Yes. So yes. I-, I you know, Habs first always. Yes. Um, but yeah, the Aves were right there at second because I mean he was still great. He was still a great goalie, and they won the cup in the first but time. But the thing is, is like he, he
0: was a character, and he had attitude, and he was kind of like um, when we talk about like butterfly goaltending, he was like more exciting. He was sliding mm-hmm. around, kind of d- doing some fun stuff, and just how I don't, I won't say angry, I'll say passionate. But how passionate he was about the game. Just as a young kid, I was like, this is the best guy. I just. <laughs> I like this is, you know, so I wore 33 growing up doing the whole thing. Um, But anyway, even when I moved down here, though, because I think some people, you know, because if if you've if you've had a a favorite team since you were a young kid, that's going to continue to be your favorite team. Even if you happen to uh, end up working for a different which this has happened to you uh even if you work for a different organization at some point and i tell people like i love the stars but they're my number two team i can't right. go against a team that's been my favorite team since i was a young young kid right so when the stars and Avs face off in the playoffs or whatever i'm like hey it's kind of a win-win for me here like i am an Avs fan but also really really like the stars but it does get uh it does get a little tricky and we will get into your side of that uh here in just a little bit but um I wanted to go ahead and get kind of into the rink industry aspect of mm-hmm. this. And I want to know how you got involved in that and where you were, uh, what the first rink was and why you decided to stay in it. Because um, it's not for everybody. Uh, it's for me. Um, but it can be, yeah, it can be a thing. But uh, I can kind of talk about where you were and kind of what made you feel like, hey, this is something that I want to continue to do yeah. uh, for my whole career
1: yeah well like I said earlier, I started working at the University of Vermont in the athletic department and uh at first, I was more on the basketball side mm. and doing a lot of stuff there but I'd always do whatever I could to help out in the rink mm. because I ultimately mm. wanted to learn how to drive zamboni and, and get into that yeah that whole game so I hung out there as much as I could and picked up as much as I could and I eventually started working over there and and being you know one of our top drivers and and it was one of those things where I'd always get the, we'd get the rink magazine, right? Mm-hmm. And I'd look through it and I'd be like, oh, they have these conventions and look, you can get certifications and like, yeah. can we go? And they'd be like, <laughs> no. And I'd be like, oh, <laughs> yeah. all right. I want to go there. But I yeah. was like, there's this whole world of like stuff going on. We don't really do anything with it. And they're like, yep, that's right. And we I'm see not like, Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And at some point, like, you know, the, working at the university was good for some things, but it didn't pay great. Right. Yeah. So it was like, I think I need to try this somewhere else. And I'd always wanted to move away from, I love being from Vermont, oh, but yeah, it's uh-huh. too small time for uh-huh. me. Oh, I yeah, like yeah. to mm-hmm. be yeah near more stuff going on. So, um, yeah, that my first, uh, way out was going to Wisconsin, mm-hmm. uh, working over there for a while. I worked where the Milwaukee admirals used to play the Bradley center, which is no more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I worked at the Pettit National Ice Center, which is an uh, indoor speed skating oval. Mm-hmm. One of three, I think, in the North, North America, indoor yeah. speed skating oval. So uh, that was a pretty cool experience. And um, then after that, I came back to Vermont uh, with my tail between my legs a little <laughs> bit from having a tough time out there. And yeah. uh was back at UVM for three years. And at this point, I was like, I know there's, there's more things out there. Ended up getting a job with FMC out of Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Uh, worked in... Uh, Chelmsford Forum and that's when they started to put me through some of the classes through ISI that's when I was realizing oh there's a lot more I can do here like I gotta get these certifications I didn't yeah I'd been in the rink industry for about 11 12 years before I ever like started to learn how the compressor system like what it does oh yeah uh-huh. yeah it just wasn't a part of uh-huh. some of the places you work it's all under contract something goes wrong you call them they come you know,
0: in they fix it you yeah. don't know what they're doing and not yeah. really
1: no and that and then at that point I was like, I need to start knowing what these guys are doing and being able to troubleshoot, yeah you know, stuff. And, and then started to take all the classes and eventually, yeah. you well, know, it and, just and it's funny
0: me. too. And I'm sure you've been here, but even if we like call somebody in to fix something, if I don't know how to fix it, I kind of just like hang out with that guy. But I tell him I'm like, Hey, um, I'm just going to like hang out with you a little bit and try and figure <laughs> out because that, like yep. what but you're already <laughs> yeah. paying them to come and fix it. Right. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. As long as they're fairly social, you know, and open to questions or whatever, it's not like I'm bugging them or anything, but it's like, uh, I guess this is how I learn. Uh, Cause I always have this saying of like, I really don't know. I don't learn a whole lot unless something breaks. Like, and then once it breaks, if it breaks for the first time, then I know how to fix it. But it's almost kind of going through that, that process of just, Uh, having to have somebody come in and fix it. But if you think about it, it's really the best way, not free because it is being paid for, but it's one of the best ways to learn because they're there. They're absolutely professionals. And as long as you're, you know, kind to them and, hey, let me grab you a water or do this or chat them up a little bit, have fun and stay out of their way when they need to. You can learn a whole lot by the people that come into your well, buildings to fit. from and some of them. Some, from, of, some, yeah. <laughs> some of them aren't very good teachers, and so they yeah. don't really
1: want you to be learning from. them. They just want to do the job and get out. But if yeah. you're lucky enough, you can.
0: But I, I, am always, I'm always that guy that tries to chat them up a little bit. And as soon as I think they might like me, then I'm like, all right, now I'm right. going to try and learn, try and bro my way in. Yeah. Uh, but uh, in Mansfield, though, I feel like we have mostly the same kind of people come in. So it's like, you know, yeah. if they send James out once, James is going to come back a second time. Just our system is a little bit complicated, and I feel like once they have somebody that has it at least halfway figured out, they save a lot of time by just sending out uh, the same person over and over.
1: I went into your room. Your room actually looks a lot like the one at Warrior Ice I Arena. Mean, really? Yeah, it would look the most familiar to me that I've seen yet since I've been down. Really? Yeah, that that's what it looked like.
0: Because when, when, when the one in Mansfield was installed, I was told that there's only maybe like a handful. Of, uh, cause I guess at this point it'd be like almost five years, but they said that there were maybe only a handful, uh, that were like that. And although I feel like I know quite a bit about the system, it, well, <laughs> it, 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 it is, right. there's still, there's still a lot. I'm like, what? There's um, a lot of
1: times in this industry where you think you know everything and then you just, oh. something new comes along. Like, <laughs> I mean, I've been in the industry 22 years, and sometimes a guy who's been in it for one or two has a great new idea, and you're like, "Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Well, let's just do that
0: then." Like, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna be well, a dick because I, I,
1: I feel like I know more, and, like, I just want to do it
0: and I, I think we talked about this before, and I think we were we were talking about maybe like the conferences, but you know, the classes are great. You learn a lot but you learn almost more from just being around people and yeah. the networking and the talking about, because within your building, Jason, and I would say myself too, it's like, well, I'm the most knowledgeable person about what it is that I know here. Nobody else knows as much as me, mm-hmm. but there are other people that know more than me, but I don't I don't spend any time around those people because those people are running their own rinks. Um, but I feel like those conferences, uh, NARS or uh, I, the ISIs, the NISMAS, yep. um, I take away a lot from just the communication between rink operators and, Mm -hmm. and little tricks and tips that can save you a bunch of money and, uh, or time and money. Um, but it's one of those things to where I feel like that is one of the greater benefits to, um, I don't know, just learning if you will, because we're not currently in a position to where we're learning from people around us. Um, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. It's, I mean, Anytime you get a chance to pick up stuff like that from other guys, I mean, really the conferences are the times when we can ice rink nerd out, you know what I mean? We can get those Casey levels of nerd out. <laughs> oh, I don't think we can, no. I don't think we'll ever get there. I <laughs> no, I mean, well, we attempt to, though. Yeah, yeah. We just put, the, put that uniform on and try yeah. to get that where. No, no. And, and you're talking to other people who totally get, you know, all the little problems you have or uh-huh. how hard it is to get a team out of a locker room at yeah. 12 o'clock at night after an 11 o'clock game and yeah, th- stuff like that, you know? So it's... It's just good to like be in the same room as those people because most people are, there's one of one of those knowledgeable people per building. building. That's it. And then you have to teach all the people that work for you. A lot of times they're part time. How invested are they? Yeah. So it's it's tough.
0: And it's kind of one of the, I'm not going to say one of the last industries. There's probably more of them like this, but this isn't something that you can Google. You know what I mean? Like you you have to, you have to actually just ask people. I bother people all the time. Uh, I know we were talking about Brandon Clement bother him all the time i bother casey sometimes i but yep. like there's just it's just bothering people and i think that's how the industry works is you just bother somebody that you think might have the answer i just saw brandon
1: yesterday for the first time in a couple of years it was good to see him he dropped our paint off oh well, there you go <laughs> <laughs> um, needed but, some more yeah it's uh you can't youtube this yes you know there's a lot of youtube fixing videos yeah and my friend has a channel where he's just fixes stuff around his house He's like when stuff breaks i just film it now people watch <laughs> it and i'm making money i'm yeah. like that's excellent yeah but like there isn't really that for for this yeah like, there's they'll show you doing it and stuff but yeah man it takes a while yeah. to get like to the point where you feel super comfortable doing it in yeah. front of anybody or for anybody like yeah. uh, one time i'm making the ice and professional guys like to just go out there while you're making it carrie price is warming up on the blue line, stretching out, and I'm out there on my like third pass and I'm like, darn it. Yeah, darn it. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I would yeah. never come you'll close make the to him news. ever. You'll but, be like, on
0: the news, you'll like it'll like it'll... rare yeah,
1: rarely do I get like nervous, but there was a f- the few moments where like guys go out and start yeah. know, skating around in front of you and you're like, all right, that guy makes millions. Yeah. And I don't. So <laughs> I will be blamed.
0: Yeah. Hey, so I have to ask you this. And I know that I'm kinda I'm not trying to set you up on the hot seat here, but when you talk about getting nervous, because this happens to me. Every once in a while, every once in a while, if I get a little whatever, have you ever got the little little tap tap with your with your leg where you get a little nervous and you just kind of do the little tap tap on the pedal? Every once in a while, I will get super nervous to where my right okay. foot will twitch just a little bit, and it's happened to me a couple times. Ooh.
1: Yeah. Okay. Now but, I but it, it causes had that the same.
0: It causes the zam. But the it depends out.
1: on which machine I'm driving because, like, with the ones that we have now, I put my foot all the way down and I regulate my speed with the
0: oh yeah oh so you, okay up in frisco they have the ones on the side or the, 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 the? well right
1: now are you we we don't have the laser one in service at the moment so. oh okay <laughs> so I, we we are using the, the older propane one that we had oh, okay. which is which is fine yeah. um those are the like the ones i learned on but yeah. rather than have that yeah my sometimes my foot just doesn't stay down it's not a nerves thing but yeah. it's just like so now i'm like Look, let me just put my foot down, and I'm going to regulate my speed with this, and it's just easier. Well,
0: so here's the thing, though, is that the tap-tap-tap only happens if you can't put your foot all the way down. Because if I put my foot all the way down with the way that I regulate my ZAMs, they go too fast. Okay. So it is one of those where it's like – it. The, I think the only reason it happens is because like it's, it's a little like half up. Like I'm hmm. trying to keep it like uh, right in between. But uh,
1: I think when I get – if I get nervous – During a cut, I think I'm just more focused,
0: to be honest. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think it might, like, I always wear sunglasses when I drive. Uh Uh, That's a sidebar story i have to get into. but I feel um, like I want to,
0: though.
1: (laughs) 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 But I might take them off um, during that particular cut. But, like, yeah, I have contact lenses, and I was going through a lot of contact lens.
0: Yeah. And I talked about
1: it with my optometrist, and we kind of figured out that, oh, all this really cold, dry air at your face all the time is probably not great. So he's like, you should wear goggles or something. And I was like, well, goggles
0: aren't. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. So, yeah. so we're, we're going to do sunglasses. Yeah, so a, yeah, I've gotten non-star. used we're, to we're driving.
1: Not- I actually wore these today Yeah, uh, when I was driving. And everyone's just like, oh, oh this guy's got style. D- d- he thinks he's somebody. And yeah. I'm just like, I'm just protecting my eyes. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, less for context. The
0: funny part is, is like <laughs> those things are on two opposite ends of the spectrum. They probably think you're just trying to be super cool. And you're like, no, it's because my eyes. They you know? It can be both. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It can be both, <laughs> it, everybody. Yeah, it <laughs> uh, it, def- it definitely it definitely can be both. But uh, I, I did want to talk, uh, and I, I keep forgetting the name of the rink, but it's where uh, University of Vermont plays. Gettison Fieldhouse. It is one of the most beautiful rinks uh, in the whole world, one of my favorite ones I've ever been to. Uh, when I yep. lived up in Woodstock, the only time that I would go there would be for, because uh, Woodstock had a pretty good uh, high school program. And so they would, more often than not, end up in the state finals, state playoffs, and Um, whenever I would go up there, it was just like, uh, I I called it like a church, like almost like a, Mm -hmm. the way it looks with all the old school, like wood and it kind of being like a the 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 top of it, if you want to call it like an arch or whatever it was, it's like being in an old oak barrel or something.
1: Yeah, like it's, but, I mean but, it's.
0: Weird. But uh, when you want to talk about places having like energy, like that place has like an energy to it, and yeah. it's like a really cool. Um, you know, it might be a while before I can make it back up there. But you were talking like that's the place where you kind of started. I mean, what, after leaving something like that, how do you? How are you ever happy ever again? Because that is, <laughs> I mean, as 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 far as like. Because I don't want to get too deep into it, but I feel like ice making is kind of almost like a spiritual thing and Mm -hmm. doing it in a spiritual place like that, um, I mean, I feel like you're spoiled early on. No, you're right about that.
1: Uh, I make no bones about how spoiled I was to be able to learn and be there for as long as I was. Um, It's a great atmosphere in there. I mean, tickets have been sold out for there for years. And, you know, I got to just go to games and get my friends in for free. Yeah. just got tight with everybody who came through there, like mm-hmm. a bunch of the players and I are tight from, and it's, it was just what a great experience. Like that to me is home. Like I lived in a bunch of different areas around Burlington, yeah, all the different cities and towns at one point. But like, to me, that was the one place that was always like central. Like when I go home, I've got to pop in there yeah, to say hello and yeah. see the place. Cause it's just, yeah. And I was lucky enough to be able to do a lot of stuff there and paint
0: well, and, and with it, with it great. being with it being as old as it is, and you just, it's just it, it's so well kept. I mean, it, it's just it's it's one of those to where, because a lot of those older rinks, they eventually end up not having you know the funding necessary for it, or you know, hockey slows down, or a bigger you know rink shows up. But to to kind of have a, a rink like that, it is really yeah. special because well, there's not that many of them left in the country.
1: No, there's not. And I, I mean, I think. You know, we're talking highly of it because we're connected to it, but it actually is normally ranked one of the higher, (laughs) one of the cooler ranks in in the country. Um, And yeah, it just, uh, it's some. I mean, at one point I actually lived in the ticket office for a little while. Really? There you go. Like I just needed a place to crash. We didn't use the ticket office in the off season, (laughs) so a blow up mattress and, (laughs) you know, I'd live there for, you know, a couple of weeks in between the places and stuff like that. I mean, it's just, yeah, yeah, it really, really is a a great place to, to work and and then you got to I got to go to school for free while I was there so I wasn't complaining about that. Yeah. And yeah, it's really the only game in town up there and I think that part of the reason the rink was kept up so much is it's like there was no other UVM athletics worth yeah. a damn for right. a long time. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, until around the time I started working there and the basketball team got good. Yeah. Hockey was the one bringing in the money and making yeah. professionals so it was, you know. Yeah. And that I that gets everything first. And
0: I I I really miss Vermont. Uh th- One of the biggest reasons I left, I mean, the opportunity down here with the Stars was amazing and uh, there was no chance I was not going to take that. But the other thing was, is that I think this is unlike uh, Gutterson, but my rink was seasonal. So there was probably, we would would put our ice back in for the summer, which not every rink would do. So we still had a little bit more ice time than a lot of the other community rinks. But just having even a little bit, I, I would say it was maybe five months that we didn't have ice in. I just didn't like it. I wanted the ice in, right. um, so that was kind of thing. But Gutterson usually keeps theirs in? Usually in
1: year-round, unless they're taking it out just to like refresh it. And yeah. then even so, it's usually out very long. There's enough camps and people coming back to work there over the summer that, yeah. that it's in most of the time.
0: Yeah. Well, um, and there is another thing. You, you spoke on this uh, uh, a couple of minutes ago, and I want to make sure that we talked about this, because I think not just you and I, but a lot of people in the industry— are in the same boat where you gotta move kind of frequently for a little bit. You know, you've moved around a bit, I've <laughs> moved four times in the last, uh, my GM previous uh, that's working for Penn State now, mm. you know, he's moved around quite a bit, but it is kind of something within the uh, rink industry to where you gotta kind of get used to being able to to move, you know? Uh, if I wasn't gonna work for the Stars, it's one of those things to where, I'd have to move. I'd have to move somewhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. It's one of those things to where you kind of get used to moving. But uh, can you kind of talk a little bit about how you got in the situation you are where you're you're down here now um, and, and what that looks like? And maybe also, if you want to talk about what it's like to move, because I know that you worked in Austin for a little bit. Uh, you're kind of like me. I've I've moved yeah. maybe three or four times, but can you kind of talk about that? Because it's not sure. a bad thing. You just have to be open to it.
1: Right. Well, we say it's not a bad thing because uh, you know, we're, we're, out, on the, we're out on the other side.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's be honest. It costs a lot of money to move <laughs> yeah. all the time like
1: that. And especially like in my case, I've done it by myself. So yeah, I don't right. have any help moving stuff or anything like that. And yeah. Maybe it's easier because I don't have to worry about putting kids in a school or stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, each way has its challenges. Um I think in a lot of people in this industry, it's either it's 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 either someone who's at a rink and they've been there their entire life, or it's us, uh-huh. the guys who travel in from other places. Yeah. And sometimes it is a little hard to mesh with the guys who've been there fifteen, twenty years. They're not always willing to accept you coming in with your outside. Ah, uh-huh. oh, damn you and your digital calipers, helping uh-huh. us measure the ice depths easier. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But for the most part, everybody I've met here, to be fair, has been fantastic. Uh-huh. People who I thought might be that way yeah. totally aren't. So yeah, I'm like, yeah. this is great. This is excellent. Yeah. There's no like tough to crap. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: yeah. The last last few moves for me have been, uh, I was in Boston working at Warrior Ice Arena, the Bruins practice facility for about five years. And then in 2020, during the pandemic, thought it'd be a great idea to move down to Austin mm-hmm. because they're building this new facility down there called the Crossover and yeah. they need help. And, all right. They <laughs> sold me on it. I'm yeah. like, cool, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> so I moved down there wasn't very long before I realized that it was probably not going to work out
0: but I will say if I can interrupt you though at that point like that's a that's a hot job to get because I mean with the way that it was set up to where it's like a multi-purpose yeah. I mean yeah it's it's one of those to where I mean it was a top job at the time.
1: Yeah, so time I look back at all the things that were presented to me, I would have made the same choice. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, it, it,
0: it, it wasn't that you like miscalculated. It was like there was right. probably quite a few people that were like, hey, like this seems like a good uh, good move here. But for one reason or another.
1: Yeah. Long story short, it didn't really work out. No, no. need to go into detail about that, I'm sure. Yeah,
0: Pe- yeah. People <laughs> who want to know already know what happened <laughs> yeah, down there. Yeah, yeah. I
1: got out before all that stuff happened. So that was good. I got offered my job back at Warrior Ice Arena and the opportunity to go back to doing what I was doing before at that mm-hmm. point was too great so i'm like all right i'm doing it i'm just going back so i moved right back after six months being down in austin and just went right back uh and went back in february by the way i want to kick in the pants that was temperature yeah. wise yeah um and then after about a year at at warrior i was kind of like just feeling burnt out and like i didn't get that fresh start that i needed yeah um and so i was like i'm gonna just me and my cousin doing that podcast he lives in bridgeport connecticut so mm-hmm. i just decided to Walk away from there. I'll find another job somewhere around there. There's plenty of rinks. Um, got a job working for Chelsea Piers and was also working for the Bridgeport Islanders, uh, the AHL right there. So, and living with my family rent free for a year to kind of, yeah. you know, relax a bit and kind of cool mm-hmm. my jets and see what I wanted to do. And I kind of thought with all the times I've moved around and gone places, I'm like, I've got like one more good one in me. Yeah. Uh-huh, like yeah. before I kind of just say, forget all this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to deliver packages for UPS. yeah. yeah, like yeah. I just uh-huh. yeah. was about to hit the wall. So, um, this opportunity came up and talked with my boss. Now, Matt, um, quite a bit before coming down and I've known other people that have worked here. I actually didn't know you that well enough to check in with you. Yep. I wish I had, you but... didn't check in. Uh, you all, well, <laughs> I,
0: I, uh, I only reply on uh, messenger on Facebook. So we, would,
1: but yeah, it just, uh, sort of seem like okay if i'm gonna make one more big swing move yeah this place has its stuff together mm-hmm. I, 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 can we swear Cause I, yeah I've you can swear oh yeah no, you totally this place say. has a shit together yeah and uh it probably isn't gonna go bankrupt so this will probably go better mm-hmm. and honestly it sounds like a weird thing to say but after being in the industry this long working all the different places even though i have like the cirm it feels like i don't even need it anymore mm-hmm. like yeah. You, you've been that many places, your experiences, knowledge, they, they, people want that. Yeah. And especially in a place where it's hard to find those people down here in the South. So mm-hmm. I'm like, Hey, I am done being in the North. Yeah. I only want to shovel snow indoors from here on out. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah, so that I'm here and it's been about six weeks now yeah. and I'm loving it. It's going great.
0: Well, yeah. And I mean, the other thing too, and I, uh, not, I'm not going to say I was surprised, but uh, the amount of support, cause if you're, if you're most rinks, it's just your rink. And if something goes bad in your rink, you have to figure it out. One of the great things I feel like working for the stars is if something really happens, there's a lot of support from outside rinks. You know, there's whatever. I always get this wrong, seven or eight, however many star centers there are. Um, but there's a lot of support, whether you need XAM drivers, whether you need parts, whether you yeah. need, um, you know, because all these rinks are, are working together, which I'm not saying that doesn't happen in other states with, Rinks being close together because usually mm-hmm. that does happen too. Yeah, is that they 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 do help each other out. Mm-hmm. Hey, you got this part? Yeah, okay. All right, I'll, I got one coming in. It's going to be in a week, but I'm going to give it to you. Like that does happen, but right the the kind of teamwork, I would say. Like I during our ice install for everybody that is unaware, my rink in Mansfield, we uh, just recently took out the ice and installed new ice. But I was I was telling somebody the other day, I was like, I've never had so many people in for a install ever. Yeah. Like I mean, back they got at, two sheets, it's yeah. Not just one. Yeah, but I mean, up it. I mean, up when I was up in Vermont, I mean, we we would take out and install, and there might be four yeah. to five people. I mean, there were times where it was really hard until you get to the painting part of it, I guess. Right. But uh, I mean, just
1: slinging a hose,
0: keeping it off. Yeah. Oh uh, well, and that's we why carts. But, it's but like, the thing wow. is, I uh, I had never used the carts up until this go round. Yeah, me neither. I had always had a hose with two people. It, sometimes three people, but it was just a, a pain in the ass. See, we can cuss. See, uh, <laughs> it was a, it was a, it was a huge, huge pain in the ass. Um, but the carts, uh, the, just it makes it so much easier. But uh, it, it, there's the support overall. Having people come in, uh, Z does a great job coming in, checking the Zams. You have people coming in, uh, checking refrigeration plants, yeah. and it's just it's uh, mm. there, there is a, there is a little bit more of like a secondary like line of defense that I feel like alleviates a lot of the stress that you would normally come across being uh in our position. I mean, I'm glad
1: you said that. I've I've said that in not so many words to both my parents when they're asking me how things are going here, but Yeah. And we don't we don't need to kiss their ass cuz you're not working for them <laughs> anymore. and they already hired me. But honestly, <laughs> yeah. it is amazing to me sometimes when I'm like, you know, a problem comes up and you're used to being that only guy and mm-hmm. you're like, well, this is this is all me. I have to do all this, and instead, there's like five or six other people that are here, and there might be five or six more on the way. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, like I'm used to being in a rink where I have to be in charge of the hiring the skate guards and watching the front desk and yeah. doing that drop of the, and, and there's somebody else for that at a yeah. rink. like they, she takes care of that, and I'm like, wow, awesome. Yeah,
0: well, and and uh, and I I try and uh, I, I try and talk about this every once in a while, but if you look at the way the star centers are set up <clears throat> compared to a lot of the other rinks. Like, a lot of the other rinks, like, they don't necessarily have, like, a front desk manager. And Hmm. some of them don't even have a hockey director. I mean, there's some of them that are strictly run off, like, a GM, assistant GM basis or GM operations manager. Um, You know, you still need help. But at the end of the day, like, uh, there is a lot of points of leadership within it, um, which I do think is beneficial. But you have to find a way uh, to, to, to keep these guys around. And do whatever. But there's a lot of other rinks that are working. I don't know. I guess I would call it like a skeleton crew, you know, where it's just like because I can remember back home just literally being the only person at the rink. Oh, I mean, I mean, from so much. I mean, their concession (laughs) stand wasn't open or anything like that, but there was not. They found a way to make it make it not a front desk. You know, they didn't need a front desk after a while. It was just literally they knew they knew it. They knew what time they needed to be out on the ice, yep. and they would be there. I would be there if they needed anything, or if the rink got set on fire. Uh, but uh, you know, anyway, it's just uh, I'm used to working with like a skeleton crew, and then I came down here and I'm like, man, you got like right? Oh my god, employees like what? Like they <laughs> like they, they do stuff like what's going on?
1: Oh yeah, we're bringing in a guy. They'll they'll take care of that. Yeah, like,
0: really? like, like okay, right. that's Let's great. See. Yeah, yeah, you just called somebody, and I didn't have to call. Him. Yeah, uh, I but, mean,
1: well, that's not the. I don't want to make it sound like I don't have anything to do.
0: Oh no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. it's very. It's <laughs> just like
1: new stuff to do. Like, yeah, yeah, for yeah. me, like this week, you know, the stars hot tub's not working. Yeah. gotta get that thing working by this weekend for for yeah. DevCamp is starting. Or I've had people, you, know, they write a, they fill out a work ticket that you know they light bulbs are out in their office.
0: Yeah,
1: I'll be right there. Like, yeah, you know, it's, some of it's very simple stuff, and but it could be anything under the sun. Yeah, because I'm not just in charge of like the ice area but also the Stars offices there. yeah well uh, so yes yeah, because
0: you you're kind of all over because w- when we say Frisco yes it is a rink but that's where the corporate offices are mm-hmm. that's where everything is um but you're you're already kind of ready for this though coming from warrior um did you find any difference between warrior arena and the Frisco star Center as far as practice or the way that practices went or dealing with the NHL teams themselves? Not necessarily the organization, but are there any key differences that you see between the two or is it pretty much the same? The guys show up in the morning, they skate for a bit, they shower. So far
1: the timing stuff has been pretty similar that I've seen. Obviously they they were kind of getting, they they were only practicing at the AAC when I got down here. So I haven't seen like a full team. Right. Okay. But uh, the timing of everything seems to be about the same from what I've seen and heard. Um but the interaction is way different um uh, because when I was at Warrior Ice Arena, I worked for the building mm-hmm. and the Bruins rented the ice and their space from you know, the other entity oh so okay. we only oversaw the building, so oh, we' okay. didn't yeah. really you know they'd tell us when they went ice, but we, we didn't have to interact with them unless they were actually physically there really okay, um, see I didn't know. now here like you know my this is the yeah, yeah. my email address ends Dallasstars.com. like right it's, yeah. it's it's, it's All of them. Right. If we have questions, we can go and ask them ourselves. Right. And they're all right there. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah. I haven't done it long enough to know which one I prefer, but Uh so far I do like this one a little bit better because you feel like you're more part of the team. Yeah, cause, uh, but yeah. to be honest, I didn't really want to feel like I was part of the Bruins team because <laughs> I don't like the Bruins. Well, <laughs> uh,
0: And uh, I think it was, uh, it was Sabrina case. Man. I don't know. Yeah,
1: Sabrina is a huge Bruins fan. She, so I'm sure she, she brought this. Yeah.
0: Up. Oh, she, yes, she did. <laughs> uh, I think it was off air. I don't think this was actually recorded, but she was like, yeah, he would, uh, he would wear his Canadian stuff into practice facility. And, uh, uh it took yeah. me a while to get there, but I yeah, did get there. That's complicated. my
1: office like that. Well, you know, there comes a point when if you're doing your job well enough, <laughs> yeah. and you can get away with that, yeah. then you're good yeah. to go. But, yeah. but I knew if something went wrong, they'd always be like, let's get rid of the Canadians fan
0: first. Uh, so yeah, it kind uh, of kept me on my toes. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> if it, yeah. If anything, it, yeah, it definitely would keep you on your toes. The day the
1: Canadians practiced there, I actually had a Canadian shirt on underneath my coat, mm. and I was wearing my Montreal Expos hat, which was my favorite baseball team, too. And uh, some of their reporters that were there, I could hear them speaking French, and one guy had an Expos hat as well. So at one point he's like, Oh, I like your hat. And I was like, check this out. And I unzipped my coat and showed him like, you know, Superman style, like the, the yeah. C. And I didn't realize that. I thought he was just taking a picture of me and he was taking video. And oh. he puts it on the Canadian's social media. <laughs> and all of a sudden it was like this big oh, no. deal. And I like went up to my boss and was like, uh, I just this just happened. I didn't know it was going down like this, but I just yeah. I just want you to know this is happening.
0: And I kind of <laughs> slid it over to Marissa and I was like waiting
1: for her to be like uh-oh, we could be in trouble. Instead, she was like, this is awesome. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah? And she's like, this is great. Like, yeah, yeah. None of the Bruins people are going to look at the Canadian social media anyway. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Who yeah. cares? And, yeah. It, and it got to the thing where it was pretty much known. Some of the players would give me some shit about uh, it. Yeah, it was, it was just like, hey, man, you'll, you're going to like who you're going to like. It doesn't mean I'm not going to give them good ice no, or no, try no, to, yeah, yeah. you know. Stop them, and if anything, I want to make sure they've got everything they need. So when they lose,
0: well, they it, can it, say it wasn't. Well, it. <laughs> and, and the, the thing, the thing is, at the end of the day, I mean, especially if you're in the industry long enough, you know that that is just fun. It's just fun. Yeah, it's like you it's don't. I times. mean, at the end of the day, if anything, it's just it creates like more fun for people to have, more conversation it's, with more, yeah, people, yeah. more people
1: that would come in would want to talk to me about it. Like, oh, my neighbor is from Canada or whatever, and you just yeah. start a whole conversation, and it's like that's what it's about. Like yeah. I'm not over here. Well, the, you know, the,
0: but the thing—the thing the is—is thing is both both Bruins fans and Canadians fans. If they were like, "Yeah, w- do you want to lose this rivalry?" Absolutely not. This is no. what's fun. Yeah. It's like the rivalry is the fun part. It's yeah. not—it's not wanting those other people to not exist or not, you know. But it's—it's just—it's part of the rivalry. But uh, kudos to you for you know the repping repping your colors when you need to.
1: Yeah, there's was always an appropriate time and an inappropriate time. Yeah, and, and, I was thinking about the other day how I've already worn stars stuff to work way more than i i never had to put the bruins logo on there yeah boss said you never have to wear it i'm never gonna make you wear it yeah so i never had to and it was it was great that that's that's a large part of the disconnect too is it was a little bit different in the situation whereas yeah the stars own this facility i work for this oh yeah yeah, yeah, it didn't work for the yeah and And if
0: if anything like especially during like big tournament weekends it's like well i want to wear something with a star so if anything happens like people at least Think I work there, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because I have a little badge, but I don't want to like necessarily without show them the badge. But yeah, just you know, I want people to know that uh, I support the stars and that uh, that I work for them. Um, I do want to get into because I do sh- I do feel like this is a shared hobby or interest for us. Mm-hmm. I want to know how you got into the podcasting world, okay? Because everybody's got their own story, um, and sometimes it starts with I had an idea, and then you know things. Progress from there. By
1: the way, all, this is also sort of on topic. Do you have a list of these questions or is this all from the top of your head over there? Oh, no. You so have the, a...
0: the only thing here is okay. Just... You just... Oh, oh, that's it. Yeah, right, that's I, it. See, that's... if I'm
1: doing a podcast, I got to have a little list of stuff. Uh, either written down or we will do a Google Doc or something like that. With some yeah. yeah. He's just going off the top of his head, ladies and gentlemen. This adds to, 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 to the experience here. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, so for me, podcasting really... Um, when I lived in Vermont, I had a uh, TV show, Sports Talk. TV show, um, it was on um, the cable access, mm-hmm. but it got pretty popular, I had uh, uh, some of the coaches on, I had Coach Sneddon on of UVM, and I would have some of the coaches, I had yeah. good access to them, so I'd have them come in,
0: yeah.
1: Um, and we, yeah, we did that show for a while, and I also had a radio show there for a little while. Because, you know, Vermont's kind of boring. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, it's, you got to yeah, find it's, stuff it's, to do. It's, it's, <laughs> cool.
0: it's, it's, it's very peaceful. Uh, just very boring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very peaceful. It's very You're peaceful. looking to get away from everything.
1: I don't know if there's a better place. Oh, yeah. Um. So, yeah, I had already done some of that stuff. And then I started my own podcast. Like, before podcasting got super going, Yeah. I was trying to figure out a way to kind of recreate that radio experience of, like, because I was a big fan of talk radio growing mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Um, and this seems like the next generation of that where like we can swear yeah. and like there aren't ads <laughs> yeah. every two seconds, yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, there's ads if you're lucky and you get sponsored by Howie the yeah, time yeah, over here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, for me, it, it, the, the latest one that we're doing now, you know, I've always kind of been in and out of doing podcasts and my cousins wanted to do one about the Orlando magic for a while. It's our favorite NBA basketball team. And, uh, I was like, man, it's such a small topic though. Like it's. I don't know if I can talk about that for like an hour every you know week or whatever. We do it every other week just because like yeah. it would be too much. Yeah. And uh, but he's a fanatic and he doesn't really care about a lot of other sports. Like I have other sports interests and teams, but he's all yeah. mostly focused right on that. He wanted to do it, and I was like, "Hey, if we you, you can find a way to do it that makes it easy, let's do it." So when I lived in Boston, we started doing it remote, and then when I moved to Connecticut, we built a studio in his attic and I was living right there. So it was really easy. Mm -hmm. Now we're kind of back to doing it remotely, but um, yeah, I just love the, the format of of, people talking. Like I'm almost 95% of the time. If I'm driving somewhere, it's a podcast on not. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, not music. And so, and I, this is kind of coming off of what you were saying before, but, when I was younger, I thought that radio DJs or people on the radio, the I'm like, man, I would just love to, but I was like, best. I was like, there's, I mean, what there's like probably 10 people that do this. You know what I mean? This right. In my yes. little young brain, I'm like, there's 10, like, I can't do this. Right. Like, it'd be easier to be a Hollywood actor that, and end up <laughs> on the radio. Seriously. I was like, how do you, you know, I listen to the same three or four people on di- different, whatever, but there's not that many of them. There's yeah. no way that I could do this. There's no way. So I don't even want to try it. As soon as podcasting came around, I was like, "Oh, like you can do this. You don't have to be good at it. It doesn't have to be popular. Like you can just like start doing it. Like you can just do it." Right. And then it was one of those things after after the first time because I think that I was talking to you a little bit about how I got started in it, but after the first time I went into the studio and was done with it, the feeling I got was like, "Oh, man, like yeah. that is awesome. That's nice. Like, yeah. That that was nice. And the other cool part is, is that you know, a lot of times it's a, I have a guest on. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't been doing as many face to face and in person. I'm glad that I'm starting to do those again. Um, but there's something to how much they enjoy it. The guest enjoys it. Mm. Cause usually after the show, they'll be like, Hey, like, let me know when I can come on again. <laughs> and it's like, well, uh, we just we kind of, that was your episode. So right, like yeah. maybe there's been a, maybe a handful of people that have been on more than once, but it's the, it's their excitement. Cause I can tell they feel like I felt right after the, after the first one. Cause I mean, sure. you, you are kind of, you're improving a bit. You're, um, I don't know. You're, and there's certain days. Today is not one of those days. But there's certain days where sometimes you don't even feel like it, or you yeah, feel like sure. you're not, or you feel like you're not going to be good at it, and you're, you're not like, going to be on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> man, why did I schedule it for t- today? Because like I don't feel like I'll be good today. Um, but there's like there's a rush to it, and there's like uh, y- you are the person that people are listening to, and everything that you're saying they can take and they can. I don't know. I'm not going to say turn it on you, but you're you're still you still have to be on point and there's a certain right. amount of adrenaline and whatever that it yeah. pays, it pays off when you finish like a good episode.
1: Yeah. Not only do I have that basic rush, but I also have that rush of knowing that like, this isn't my show and I don't <laughs> have to edit this after the show. <laughs> it's just, we're done. I don't have to make a thumbnail for YouTube. Uh, like it's just in out.
0: Yeah. But <laughs> it's, it, it, and, and I will say within being down here, it's been a great way to network. It's been um, a great way to kinda I feel like highlight people that deserve to be, like even though like they might not be wanting that spotlight. And yeah, there's sometimes people will be like, Well, Adam, I didn't even know who that person was, the your last guest. And I'm like, Yeah, but you should. Like you should right. know who this person is. Like this now, person yeah. probably doesn't want you to know who he or she is, but like you should because they're important in the community for one way or another. Right. Um, and I don't know. I just I, I feel like I've gotten, I've gotten to the point to where like this is, it doesn't seem like work. If anything, it just seems like being able to meet new people. I mean, we've talked before, but it's like, it's, it's a good way to meet new people, not just for myself, but for people that listen. And what's cool is uh, a lot of times, you know, the guest will reach out back to me, you know, maybe a couple days later and be like. Yeah, there's a bunch of people that are friend requesting me and messaging me. <laughs> like I'm like, yeah, like, dude, that's cool. Like you should. They think you're cool cuz they actually got to get to know you a little bit. But Right, and
1: we've learned not to do that with me on Facebook. <laughs> or if you do it's going to be a while.
0: Do not message Jason but on Facebook. if you Facebook, go to Instagram
1: would... or Twitter, then then yeah. we'll be there. And,
0: and 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 I and I feel so bad cuz I was just like, man, like he either doesn't <laughs> like me or like <laughs> or he just said, but I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad it was uh not you not yeah, liking yeah. me, but you just not checking uh, the messenger, but yeah, too.
1: you know, one of the things I noticed about Mansfield um, is first of all, if Mansfield was in the Northeast, they would have renamed it Peoplesfield. Really? Yeah, because we, we can't have it be Mansfield. Oh, oh it yeah, oh be, yeah, it has to be gender. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's just a joke because I used to be a stand-up comedians
0: so to try <laughs> to get one in there. Oh, see, I didn't know that. I would have included that in the whole <laughs> well, intro. That, yeah,
1: but that was a short-lived, mostly Retired. performed in Vermont. Like now, yeah. I only do comedy standing, sitting down.
0: Yeah, uh,
1: and yeah, it it was fun. I, I've always thought about doing it again. I really like doing that. So the podcasting is another way to get yeah. some of that comedy off your chest. You yeah, know, you mentioned the improv. You need to. Uh, you need to have that skill to make a good one yeah but uh, the connection i have with mansfield that i was that i was trying to get at was uh, uh rink magazine always has that interview on the back yeah the back page uh-huh and i was that once oh and, you, you and were was, you were a back you were a I back was
0: interview person so excited i look there was
1: I, I was like i felt uh, like i made it i was like i'm in the back people in the ring industry will know who i am now there i am and uh i'm sitting at the warrior ice arena with big b in the background I don't love that, but all right, this is cool. Mm -hmm. And then the very next issue that came out, when I'm like, okay, let's see if anyone said anything about me in the comments or whatever. And the next issue comes out, Mansfield's on the cover. Yeah. And that's when I learned about like, oh, look at all these star centers down there. Yeah. It's like weird how many connections there are. And sometimes I look back through the rink magazines and see places that like I ended up working or hear a name of somebody that like, oh yeah, I know that guy or I met that guy at the conference or yeah, we had pizza or yeah. we we drank way too many beers in Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's always some sort of weird connection. It's a sort of a small, even though it expands, you yeah. know, throughout all of North America. It's it's a small group of people.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and and that's why, like, I you know, and uh, we're super busy right now. You know, with with uh, you know, because I'm still at this point the operations manager for Mansfield. Uh, we're you know trying to open this uh, bar and lounge here at the spot, um, and it's just one of those things to where. It's been super. It's been super, super busy. So I wasn't able to go to NARS. I don't know if you were able to go or not. Um, no, I
1: didn't go this year. But I didn't really need to. I don't have. There's no class. But left the to thing take. is, is the, I the, would have loved to have go. But like you, you I love, we sent a lot of people. But here's the thing: is there? There's <laughs> yeah. I know somebody had to stay behind.
0: I know. <laughs> uh, but there's a difference between needs and wants. Do I need to go there? Absolutely not. Do I want to? Yes. 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 Absolutely. Even yes. though it
1: is in Buffalo, which I do kind of love. As a Bills fan, but it's kind of boring downtown. Yeah. London. Like, there's but not a lot
0: of fun. Selfishly, though, I feel like I'd be able to have fun and I'd also be able to get a bunch of interviews. Like, oh, all right man, the, you'd you clean up, I mean? dude. Like, I was like, I really just want to go to NARS. And, yeah, like, I just want to, I literally want to set a schedule for pa, 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 pa. Because a bunch of the, I feel like, um, I don't want to say top men, uh, but there's, you know, Dave Lovrog, uh, Don oh, Moffitt, yeah. Brandon, uh, all those guys. It's one of those to where, like, those are nice to do. I did, or Brandon I did in person, but the other ones I had to do, uh, I record them off Skype, and yeah, th- yeah. that's fine, but it's not the same as being face-to-face and in person, so.
1: Oh, yeah, you got to do these live in I, hours, like, in yeah. one of the classrooms and the off hours. I mean, yes. you, oh it, yeah, it'd be like, great.
0: Yes, yeah. yeah. So
1: here's the thing. I is, wanted to do that, too. I've had that idea of, like. Could I, could I do that there? Yeah. But, like, I didn't. I mean, you have the plot. You're already set. Yeah, but well,
0: uh, but no, but here's the thing <laughs> if we end up at the next NARS, we should do it together. You should be the co host and we should bring people in and uh, force them to come on the show.
1: Let's do it. I don't think we're going to have to force them. No, I don't think so. I either. think people will be excited. Well,
0: especially, <laughs> especially depending on the time. I, I guarantee you, maybe around 6 p.m., 7 p.m. Uh, people will start lighting up, uh, lighting up a little bit, and being uh, well. If
1: we start saving our money now, we can pitch in and get like at least a, a pony keg or something. Yeah, and offer free beer. Then maybe we can get them to come there right out of. Yeah, place.
0: but I, I do think you're right. I don't think it would be too difficult to just get them to. Because no. I do, I do always offer this: is that if you have been on the show, you can come back on as a co-host and bring somebody else on. Oh, okay. So the the idea All being right. that. Uh, you're comfortable with it. You're already comfortable because you already do a podcast. But I think that we should set this in motion for a year. Well, you know, almost a year from now, we should try and set this up to where we do this at NARS. And okay. we just, when we have a great time.
1: I think that's a, that's a great plan. I think I love great. it. I ho- we, hopefully I can get somebody else to pay for my said, Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, because that's always <laughs> been
0: my thing. The, the, star, the stars paid for me to go to NARS, but it was right before COVID. So mm-hmm. all that got, I don't even know if they got a refund, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, uh, maybe. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. Um, but it was right before COVID. And, yeah, so I haven't been to one because I do. I mean, they're expensive with the airfare and, and taking classes and everything. If sure. you If you can get your organization to pay for it, that's kind of the only time that I can afford to go, if I'm yeah. being honest. Well, I
1: have to renew my CIRM next year. So I feel so like you have to, I kind of have to go. You have to. Or you have to, yeah, or you have to start all over. It will make sense for me to be sent. Yes,
0: yes, it would. Um, All right. Well, Jason, um, I think that we're getting close on time. All right. Uh, There is only one other portion of this, and um, I try not to shock the guests, but this is the only time where there's like rules. There's rules to this last part. Okay. Um, So it has to be positive. Okay. That's the only rule. Uh, so it's called the shout out. Um, it can be friends, family, it could be a mantra. Um, I've even said it could be a sound as long as it positively affects people. I've only had one person do a sound. Uh, it was, it was cool. It was nice that I'm not expecting you to do the sound. Um, but essentially you just have to shout out, um, anything that's positive or anyone that's positive. Um, yeah, anything.
1: All right. I like this. I like this. I, I didn't know where you were going with that. I'm i well, sort of like sit there like- So I usually- like I had that little bit of that two girls, one cup where like, where's this going? Yeah. I, well, so <laughs> he, here's the thing is,
0: and I usually do a better job about it, but I usually try and get the rules out really quick and then just mumble and talk for a little while so it gives the person yeah, time so, to So it think. gives you a
1: second to heat up. Or, yeah, yeah. But
0: or I, yeah. Okay, I, I, did, I match didn't, match that was not my best, best execution. Uh, well,
1: I, I, I'd like to shout out uh, my boss at uh, Warrior Ice Arena, Marissa Marwell. Well, she was Marwell and. Now she's married, so her last name has changed. But she's still in charge there. Um, she, I consider her a great friend, but also a great boss. Um, they sent me to most of the classes that I went to. Um, she gave me a chance to really succeed, to change from just being like a driver mm-hmm. and an operator into becoming more of the management style. Um, she was very easy to work with. And I think most people who would, who've who worked for her there would, would have nothing but good things to say about her. Yeah. So, uh, that was just a very positive swing for me, and I mean, look, I hate the Boston Bruins and I hate the city of Boston, and I worked <laughs> there for six years. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. left, I came back. Yeah. That's how good it was. Yeah. So, hopefully, that that speaks a little to to who she is, and I think she's she's a great person for the industry that doesn't have a lot of women. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, yes, and I am going to go ahead because I have to do this too. Oh, okay. I didn't tell you that. Ahead no, of time. you didn't. But it doesn't matter. But I. I so I've, I've done I'll keep better. the same answer. I'm like pretty, I'm pretty good. I'm, well, here's the thing. I say I'm good at the shout outs, but since I have to do so many of them and I don't have them prepared because I feel like that's not fair. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, it, because if I have not prepared and I put it on You know what's coming. So. Yeah. But, so, but anyway. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do mine for um, the operations teams uh, at the Dallas Stars, Star Centers. If Yes. And that includes everybody, all the managers, all the people in corporate, Uh, all the full-timers, all the part-timers. It really showed me, and I've done this more than a handful of times as far as taking ICE out and putting it back in, but a lot of the times it's not just the managers. I had like multiple part-time staffers that worked their butts off, and they really did. They went above and beyond. They showed up early. They allowed me to not beckon them, but allowed me to manage them and, and listen to what I needed them to do. Um, I ask them every time, "Hey, are you available tomorrow? Uh, what's it looking like?" Because I I am aware that when you have like young high school kids, there's a good chance that they might be burnt out physically from it's exhausting to take ice out and put it back in. Mm-hmm. So I checked with them every day. I said, "Hey, are you good for tomorrow?" "Yep, yeah, I'm good for tomorrow." And um, yeah, so I think a lot of times you see the success of the managers and uh, the people up in corporate, and everybody's doing a great job, but um, yeah, my shout out is for everyone, but maybe even more specifically for the younger kids that they could have very easily mm-hmm. left or said that they were tired or doing whatever. Um, but they stuck with it and yeah, shout out to everybody, but yeah, specifically shout out to the, the y- younger kids, uh, Maylin, Mark, uh, Spoon. Yeah. All, all my, all my young employees, you guys are going to go far in life cause you have that work ethic. Um, and I really appreciate all of you. Um, if I, if I
1: had, if I had a free hand, I would be clapping <laughs> yeah. be you got because I, I
0: agree y- y- yeah. with everything that you just said. Yeah. Cause there's, there's a big difference between, and sometimes it just, the difference between a good employee and a bad employee is night oh, yeah. and day and oh, it, yeah. a, a good employee will save you a lot. Give at, me one
1: good one over four bad Oh ones man. Yeah. Day. Yeah. And <laughs> one that's
0: just willing, willing to go. Cause I, I was, I was waiting for them to just drop. Cause I mean, I was tired, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I know I'm getting a little bit older, you're getting a little bit older, but. Uh, the fact that they were like, nope, we're ready to come back. Because I could, you know,
1: I, I could tell they were a little, little, little tired, but yeah. it seemed like some new blood coming in kind of jazzed them up a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh, so yeah.
0: Well, nice. and they they did believe that they were a part of something important. Yeah. And, you know, being there to paint. Because if you think about it, these kids are still in high school. They haven't even graduated yet. Hey, paint that face off dot. Okay. That's your face off dot. Yeah. Now, every time you right. skate on here, you paint like there is a. There everybody really, gets
1: in on the low. I mean, this is, I think. Yours were, I think, the 6th and 7th I've put in just since I've moved here. Yeah. We've been going around and putting them all in. It's, uh-huh. it's insane. And uh, it's kind of the same everywhere we go. We make sure that the kids are in there painting the logo at the end. Yeah. Some kids I've had to tell to get out of there because they're making a mess. Yeah. But yeah. But for the most part, by the time they get to the logo, they know what they're doing. And, and yeah, it's just a, there's an ownership to it that I remember doing the first time I painted yeah. the UVM logo. Uh-huh. I was so excited. Yeah. I, they didn't have to pay me to work that day. Yeah. You know, but...
0: And it stays it stays there. Well, should stay there for, for quite a while. We haven't redone ours. I think this is, yeah, since we first opened. So this is the first time that we did it. But um, yeah, just the, I think ownership. I think that's the big word yeah. uh, that you're talking about. And I think that they were very excited about being able to do something that was going to stay there for quite a while. Right. But they also, they skate on that ice. They have more of an ownership to it. Not saying that you have to play hockey or figure skate right. to be an employee, but it does. Plus help. they got
1: to be in the room with two Vermont ice legends at the same time. But and they
0: don't, they, they don't appreciate it. They, Not uh, yet. They it, didn't
1: know it was on their they, bucket list, but someday they will.
0: They don't realize how big of a deal it is. And I meant to maybe write it up on the board or maybe tell Matthew that, that we should make some sort of announcement. But uh, yeah, it's uh little do they know. But the funny part is, is that I like, um, I call them my young kids, but, I like that they start asking questions because mm-hmm. that means they actually, I love that enjoy it. You know what I mean? They're <laughs> like, why? Why is it? Why is okay? So because sometimes you'll get a kid, you know, he wants to be a Zam driver. That's all he wants to do is drive the Zam around in circles. He doesn't right. have any. He or she doesn't have any questions. No. Doesn't have any whatever. Yeah. When you start getting kids that are like, yeah. all right, like why, what, how? Th-? It's like, oh, you want to learn? I got a lot. I just yeah. I don't teach everybody. You know, it's not. Right. I'm not gonna give my information, my knowledge to so just everybody because most of them are like yeah sure. whatever i'm here to clock in and clock out and drive the zam around in some right. circles but um I don't yeah, know. i'm
1: not a father or anything but i think if i had a kid and they start asking questions early i'm gonna be like we're gonna be okay yeah yeah we're yeah. gonna uh-huh. be good yeah. Like, yeah as long as there's a m- motivation and a care to want to learn yeah yo then those are the people you want those yes. are the people that become those good employees that replace the four bad Well,
0: ones. and <laughs> i i feel i feel like i hired them all right before i'm about to leave but uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> sometimes Sometimes that's the uh, that's just the life. Well, hopefully
1: in a few years when they're old enough to drink they'll come here,
0: right? Yeah, well yeah, hopefully <laughs> you know, hopefully this place is able to survive that too, cause, uh yeah, I don't know. It's uh trying to trying to run a, a lounge is Definitely different than, than trying to run a, uh, a rink. I have got r- Stiga hockey over there, so I that's got to yeah. bring them in right there. Yeah, I do. Yeah, for anybody that comes in, what would you call that? What is this called? Well,
1: I mean, a lot of people call that bubble hockey. Bubble hockey, but there's but no bubble. That's the, like, tabletop home version because yeah. there, there's no bubble actually over it. Yes. But it's the same. Same concept. Same concept.
0: Yeah, well. A little smaller. Yeah, I, I get my butt kicked at it uh, uh, frequently um jason did we miss anything i feel like we covered most of it
1: well i mean it's impossible to cover
0: you can't cover all of it can't cover a 22 year <laughs> career <in> an answer, <laughs> it's, it's almost like uh yeah but yeah lo- we
1: hit some of the high points so. well <laughs> and, then,
0: and then we also came up with a plan of creating our own podcast for nars uh, oh, We left a
1: lot of meat on the bones. So yeah, we'll come back to this
0: uh yeah no we definitely should Um uh, yeah and i also have i don't know i have ideas now for other things that i think we should talk about too uh, but we won't get on t- into that now. Um, but as long as you're good, I'm going to go ahead and tell everybody how to get a hold of us. Are you good? I'm great. Do it. So they can get a hold of us at faceoffspotpodcast.com. I'll say that one more time. That's faceoffspotpodcast.com. Uh, you can find us on uh, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Facebook. Uh, we have an Instagram. Not really too into the Instagram, but we do have one there. Um, yeah, uh, check out Howie's enter the coupon code that's face off 10 face off and then the number 10 uh, to get your 10% off and uh yeah if you end up down in Mansfield come to the spot at Big D that's 226 North Walnut Creek uh yeah appreciate to see you guys we're open Tuesday through Saturday uh come on in and check us out Jason thank you for I got coming. a plug
1: wait plug do it do it do the thing www.jasonpichet.com if you're interested more in my ice doings I actually have a site up where you can see all the places I've
0: worked. Most of the ones we talked about.
1: Today. You got your own website? I got my own website. There's all kinds of stuff on there. You can connect to all my socials
0: there. It's see? just easier to have one. See, there you go. See, but I also think that's just like a baller move. You know what I mean? Just being like, hey, it's my name. I had to
1: get know. it before the other Jason P. <laughs> yeah, I was there's about a few. To say. There's a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: It's almost one of those you try and log into. It, it's like, nope, this has already been claimed. It's like, who no, claim. that? The other Jason. I cliche. got this way back in the day. Like, okay, well, good because the other one's probably very upset. Um, all right, well, uh, Jason, it's been fun. Uh, we used to come out with episodes every Thursday. Uh, it's maybe not every Thursday now, but they do come out. And um, I appreciate everybody that's listening. Please understand that I've been very busy lately and have not been able to come out with one every week. Um, kind of starting, I don't know, maybe a month ago. But stick with me. We will get some more people in here. It might not all be as good as Jason because he is very good, but uh, we'll try and do our best. Uh, (laughs) Thanks, everybody, for listening. And, uh, Jason, thanks for coming in. Hey, thanks for having me. All right. Later, guys.